The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I am joined by Paul Wiseman, president of Guildhall Wealth. And everything at Guildhall is physical. We deal in physical gold, physical silver, natural fancy colored diamonds. We have a motto, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And that includes direct delivery of physical product, whether you want to store it in our vault, which is an independent vault facility held outside the banking system. And then we also have registered accounts where clients can physically own their gold and silver, have it allocated, segregated, have direct ownership of that product. It's an absolutely fabulous vehicle. We'll get into that a little later. Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing great, except for the COVID increasing. It makes you a little nervous um, being over 70. Um, But Again, if people pay attention, wear a mask, sanitize, wash their hands, stay stay the distance, we will be safe. But this is affecting gold and silver. We're already getting, uh, I spoke to New York yesterday, we're getting uh, deliveries from Switzerland are going to start being held up because of the virus. Um, I believe you're going to see that some of the refineries close down. This is going to start bringing a shortfall again. Uh, and you're going to see the spreads rise. Uh, last week, uh, silver and gold took a little bit of a hit because they came out and said, you know, we've got a vaccine and it's going to be great. Uh, but that's not going to be distributed properly till the middle of June, probably. Yeah, in fact, the uh, price of silver started the week out at about $25. We're currently trading today on Friday around twenty four twenty seven. So we'll call that at $0.75 cents down. Uh, gold was trading the started the week off at about 1895 and we're down to about 1872 so it's it's definitely within a range reminder to our audience gold is currently up 22 and a half percent US dollars this year silver is currently up 34.1 percent US dollars for the year well I had a lot of customers uh, actually buy silver because we dropped down as low as uh, spot price I'm not talking about physical but spot price was at 2360 mm-hmm. uh, gold touched 1851 1852 and this was a terrific buying opportunity because we know um, you know you buy I, what is it you buy on the news and sell on the rumor or the other way around um, you know gold and silver got affected they're now coming out and they're going to do some stimulus in the states they mentioned that this morning or yesterday and that's as we're taping this show on Friday. Um, we believe gold and silver is going to take off. And, you know, I was talking to customers that took advantage of this dip. And you should buy on the dips. You know, don't plonk everything in at one go. We recommend that you have between 15 to 20% of gold and silver in your portfolio. But not you don't have to buy it all in one day. If you don't own it, you ladder it in. You know, if you bought some in at twenty three sixty or twenty four dollars or twenty five dollars, it doesn't matter. You know, gold is for your golden years, as Salenti always says. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I, I think that some people will sometimes approach the market and they'll be looking for um, to do everything all at once, which can can feel uncomfortable as well. And and there's always room to to move into the market in stages and uh, get your feet wet, get involved, and then 
and you build up even a habit to making acquisitions on a regular basis and and it just makes it a lot easier and it's always great to hold back some funds because pullbacks happen um you know you were talking about stimulus paul we'll we'll get back to that a little later in the show but you mentioned the fact that the price came down a little bit and people were taking advantage and it's it's funny because the SRS Rocco report and Steve St. Angelo who we've had on on our show here mentioned that you know he said this is one of the sectors in the economy that sees increased buying when the prices are low and and also when the prices are high and uh, an article he just put out I'd love to get your feedback on this this came out yesterday the title of the article was silver market getting primed for another massive buying wave as silver eagle sales surge higher in November. He starts the article by saying the silver market is just one step away from another massive buying wave and is just waiting for the next leg to drop in the global economy and financial system to do so. With silver investment demand to account for nearly 75% of global mine supply this year, if we experience the same type of demand next year, we will enter a silver market like never before he goes on to talk about the the current sales in the market that uh, silver eagle sales so far in november at 3.4 million versus 463,000 for the entire month last year so november last year and for gold they've sold 769,000 for the year uh, compared to 152,000 ounces for the full year of 2019. Those are gold eagles. Those are gold eagles. So you can see the incredible physical demand on this market, even just looking at the reports for November alone. Well, everybody's looking for yield. I mean, you you know, put money in the bank, you're not going to get any interest. The GIC, you know, you're not going to get too much interest. Uh, you know, gold doesn't give you any interest, but it gives you the security that it holds its its wealth. It holds what it's worth. Um, you know, for 5,000 years, gold and silver has been real money, and it's still real money today. Um, we have to look at where we are in the markets. When the stock market goes up, um, you know, gold and silver sometimes goes with it, sometimes it doesn't go with it. I mean, Bitcoin has gone through the roof uh, in the last month and a half. Uh, we've gone almost from $10,000 to $18,000 and change. People are just chasing yield. Where can they get some type of return right and versus this is real estate if there's you know you've got a low interest rate for lending borrowing um so people go to real estate people go to where they you know it's it's like going to a casino right now do well you, do you buy bitcoin or do you buy a stock you know do you buy a stock that gives a yield but the stock drops you know gold and silver has always been that safe haven it will be always a safe haven it has its ups and downs but over the last 15 years i think gold is up 10 percent on average yeah exactly i think you know when you you said bitcoin's doing great it is uh stock market's doing great as well uh interestingly enough i'm always talking to people who seem to not be doing so well in their portfolios that are being managed um they're wondering where their yield is and at this point with the current market as it is they're not just necessarily looking for yield sometimes, but it is about preserving capital and preserving purchasing power. And as we know, and you just mentioned, Paul, if you're looking at an average of 11% a year on gold for the last 15, 20 years, that's a, that's a good place to be preserving wealth. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're not getting that return at the bank. Um, and yeah, the bank stock TD, as an example, the stock went up, I think, like $8 in the last week and change. 
from sixty dollars to sixty-eight dollars. Um, they're making money. Um, they obviously do. So do all the other banks. Um, and uh, some people love to own bank stocks. They get a dividend, and it's safe. But it's probably better than putting your money in the GIC. Yeah, I think uh, ultimately the idea of precious metals again as a as a wealth preserver is that it's not an investment. That it's it has no counterparty risk. It has an innate value that has been so for thousands of years. It's been a, a store of value. And so when you look at the volatility around, you can say, yeah, the, the bank stocks are up, but they could come down just as easily, right? Dividends dividends can, can be um, sed seductive. You know, yes, I want those dividends, but you don't know where, where things are at. Um, interestingly enough, by the way, phone number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Paul, you mentioned real estate. Yeah, and, I just want uh, to get back to, oh, okay, to go the ahead. banks. Yeah. Um, the reason that some of the stocks went up, especially in the States, J.P. Morgan as well, uh, the reserve for delinquencies. Um, they haven't had that much delinquency as of yet. They've got a reserve put aside, and it hasn't been as bad as, as they thought it was going to be. But we've got another <coughs> wave of COVID coming. So, Yeah, I've got a couple. Of, I, I think that leads into a couple other articles that I have. One um, from betterdwelling.com, and it's saying talking about the fact that there's still 300,000 mortgage, just under 300,000 mortgages still on deferral. Right. So while some have started to make their payments again, there's still a lot out there where they haven't they haven't uh, been able to start making payments again. And you were talking about real estate and this another article from Better Dwelling came out, which was very interesting, talking about the fact that the Bank of Canada ended its mortgage pro program back in October. Which is they buy back the they buy the mortgage back securities through and then they create the, the bonds. Or sorry, they buy the bonds, which covers the cost for the for the mortgage-backed securities, and what that ends up doing is it actually pushes the rate lower. And so, what the Canadian government was doing um, up until October was trying to push the interest rate down by buying these mortgage-backed securities and the bonds. And of course, they've continued to do that, not in a not in the sense of trying to push the rates down, but trying to keep them low. Which, as we go to break, just give this some consideration, the idea that low interest rates are not an indication of a, a healthy economy. Yeah, but the low interest rates are not going to stay around forever either. I mean, eventually uh, the rates will go up and that's when, you know, the crap will hit the wall. I right. Mean, it really will. So again, the idea is have some physical precious metals in your portfolio. There are several ways to do it. You can buy it direct with Guildhall. Just call us, one eight seven seven eight silver You can store it physically at our vault and we can show you how that all works or if you have a registered account RSP, TFSA, LIF, RIF, even an RESP you can buy physical precious metals to be stored in the vault you have direct access and direct ownership of the product the website guildhallwealth.com you're listening to the real money show on global news radio 640 toronto we'll be right back you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser 
The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. And if you're looking to acquire some physical precious metals, you can go to our website, go to pre- guildhallpreciousmetals.com, and you'll see right now, which is actually typical for the industry, Paul, that there's a limited amount of product. Well, yeah, there's a limited amount of product, but I believe in bulk purchasing and buying the best product and keeping product in stock. I mean, to have... 45 SKUs or 50 SKUs of gold, whether it's uh, all different types of brands and coins, silver with different things, Superman, maples and all that stuff. It's such a small part of owning bullion. In bullion, you want to own one ounce gold bars. You want to own one ounce gold maples. You want to own maybe five or ten ounce gold bars, even a kilo bars of gold. In silver, you want to own one ounce silver maples. 10-ounce silver bars, 100-ounce silver bars. That's all you need to have. So who needs to have 32 different brands? It's like going into a bar and you see, you know, 12 different types of single malt and eight times of rye and all different tequilas. And then somebody in your restaurant all of a sudden wants a Tia Maria, but you've got to have it in (coughs) stock. It doesn't move. Right. So we keep the product that we don't have to have product that's dead. We have a live product. If we don't have something, it gets taken down from the website, which makes sense. People are putting money in and not getting their product with certain companies out there. Yeah, and I think that uh, while some people would, would love to be able to go to a bar and see all of those different uh, single malts that are available, the fact is is it's true. You know, I think the idea of limiting the selection to only LBMA-approved product, which is London Bullion Market Association, meaning all of these products meet the same criteria quality. All of these mints can handle a certain amount of global business, and they're all um, resourcing sourcing their product ethically. And so what that means is you now have a product that is globally recognized and is the most liquid product in the world. And so we've done the we've done the work for you. You you just have to pick one of these products. Yeah. And sometimes even on I noticed on gold, Paul, that sometimes, you know. Uh, maybe you can explain to the explain to our listeners why is it that Royal Canadian Mint is a, is more expensive than a Swiss brand? They're the same product, both LBMA approved, both the same quality, but one is is ten dollars per ounce more. Yeah, RCM. sometimes, but in some cases, Swiss Swiss gold is even more expensive. Uh, like Pamp is normally more expensive than Valcambi or Argor or even Royal Canadian Mint, because it has a really pretty picture on the front, Fortuna. Um, but we have to look at what people like. In Canada, people like Royal Canadian Mint. Sure. That's what they know. I mean, it's what they know. Right. In Europe, it's all Swiss gold. That's what people want. Maybe Turkish gold as well, IGR. Um, but it's Swiss. So in the States, uh, Royal Canadian Eagles. Mint is not that popular. I mean, there's other mints in, in the States, other refineries, but some of them are not LBMA approved. You want to be able to have a product that you can sell anywhere in the world. And that's what we provide, whether it's a Royal Canadian Mint or whether it's a Swiss bar. Now, stay away. I mean, one of the problems is is if you're buying from uh, an institution or, or somewhere that has their product branded, 
Now, if it doesn't have the brand, it has the name of the institution, but it doesn't have the name of the product where it's manufactured. Is that product LBMA approved? When you want to go to sell it, you know, is somebody <coughs> easily going to take it if it doesn't say Valcambi on the on the back of it or Royal Canadian Mint? If it's you know says some brand or it doesn't say any brand, you have to be a little nervous about when you want to go to sell it. Yeah, you have to know if the product. What you're saying, Paul, is you know that anyone who comes to our site or anyone who comes to Guildhall knows they're getting LBMA approved product, which means they know that when it comes time to sell their product they're going to be able to sell their product, no questions asked. But if you're buying somewhere else and you're not sure if you're getting LBMA-approved product, number one, you have to ask. Well, that number two, you really have to know if it's LBMA. And if it's not, you have to understand that it may come with a cheaper pr price when you're buying it, but when it comes time to sell, you may have difficulty selling it. So is it worth getting a little bit less, like spending less now but having to pay for it later? Well, you know, people have come to us to have our... To, we sell a lot of gold and silver, you know, thousands and thousands of ounces of gold. Why don't you brand your own product, put Guildhall on it? Well, you know, when you go to sell it, who's going to buy it? Guildhall is the only place that's going to buy it. You won't be able to take it somewhere. They're going to discount you for some reason. If you buy a bar and it says Royal Canadian Men or it says PAMP or it says Val Canby, you're going to get your true value for that bar. Stay away from product that's branded. Right. I know that I used to pick up some, some Scotiabank bars, and it said Valcambi on it. Yeah. So it was pretty obvious. It's like, yeah, it's branded Scotiabank, but it's made by Valcambi, which makes those products as but, good as, as, good as any other from, product. How many bars from Scotia didn't have anything on it, and you didn't know whether it was LBMA approved? Right. Equally, I've also noticed that um, over the years, like over the last you know, 12 years, it used to be that you would buy gold out of the package, now it's it. They're all in these sealed packages. Yeah, Johnson Matthew. There was never any package sealed when you got those bars. Right. Um, but you don't want to open those packages now either. No. Because no. because you don't because it's got the assay on it. It's got the security that this is a real bar. Right. And if they if they sell it without the package, then basically what's happening is you're selling it back to a wholesaler. And they can't sell it to anybody, so they have to end up selling it, what, maybe back to the mint, who's going to melt it down and put it back into a package. Yeah. I mean, but the other thing is as well is if you've got product and, you, and you're storing and it's in our depository and you want to sell it, it's a phone call. We know the, uh, the product. We know where it's come from. We know it's moved from one side of the vault to the other side of the vault. We know the integrity of the product is a circle. And that's why we like the depository. And it's the same thing with registered accounts, whether, you know, you want an RSP or a TFSA. And if you haven't owned a TFSA, this is a vehicle that you should be putting your gold and silver into. You can own almost up to $70,000 you can invest if you've never invested before. It's tax-free. So, for example, if you'd have bought gold at the beginning of the year for 1700 or $1,600 and you wanted to sell it at $1,900 U.S., you would have made $300 an ounce and you could have took your money out and tax-free. I've noticed a lot of, a lot of uh, clients doing exactly that where whether they've sold some property or they have uh, you know, cash in the bank and they realize, well, I'm not getting any return. Gold makes sense. Why does it make sense? Well, governments are printing money like crazy. We can talk about that in the next segment. Um, you know, interest rates are low. I'm not getting anything on my money. I can see the dollar is declining. I see inflation happening. Where can I put my money for a while? Even if it's six months, a year, 
right? The, they're looking at the potential of the market moving. Now, gold and silver physical are not trading vehicles. But what you're seeing is people who are saying, well, the cash would just be sitting there. And if the cash is just going to sit there doing nothing in the bank, and I do not want to buy property, and I do not want to go into the stock market, and I do not feel comfortable with you know, this and that investment, then I'm going to put it into a TFSA, a, a TFSA a husband, and buy the a physical. husband and wife, they've got almost 140000 they can put in. And we've had several customers that have put bought at the beginning of the year, and they've made very, very nice profit, and they've taken <coughs> it out. Exactly. Now, it has been a good year in the metals. Even if the market for the last couple months has kind of, you know, consolidated a little bit, at the end of the day, both gold and silver have made nice moves up. They've come back down off their highs, but it's still great double-digit gains in the market. Now, one of the things we talked about, the fact that people are buying physical, right? We've seen that trend happen for a long time, but this year in particular, we've seen a lot of physical demand in the market, so much so that... There's not a lot of availability. You look at all the dealers around town or wherever, you can see they don't have a lot of physical product. Now, uh, Craig Hemke, who is uh, very trusted in the business for following what's happening on the Commodities Exchange in New York, he uh, just posted an article talking about the fact that the physical demand out of the comics this year has been absolutely astounding. Um, one thing he notes here is that there is a potential next month which is the final month, December, a delivery month, that by year end, there could be 265,000 contracts, which is a whopping 825 metric tons of physical gold that has been taken off that exchange. And that's the equivalent to the gold holdings of Japan, which is at 762 metric tons, or the Netherlands at 612 tons. Like you're talking about a country's full gold holdings that have been taken off that exchange by private investors, by, by wealth, sovereign wealth uh, funds, ex you know, you name it. The fact is, is he questions, he, th he believes that even if there's a massive drawdown of physical product next month, which is very possible, that they will be able to handle it this, this time, but it does not bode well for the COMEX going forward, which obviously means much much higher well, prices well we've been stocking up on gold and silver you know while i mean the price is still uh, the spreads are still a, a little higher than normal but we've been buying and stocking especially when the price drops i buy because i know customers are going to be calling and wanting product so we make sure that we've got product we basically have three inventories we have a static inventory we have an inventory going out and we have to replace what we're selling mm -hmm. so there's three inventories that we have to keep moving. Right. And, you know, through the whole pandemic, we've been able to fill every single order for every customer. Yeah, and one of the things that, that we're very proud of here at Guildhall is the fact that we don't, we don't take orders and then deliver three months later. That, that's unacceptable to us. It's, it's got to be, you have to be able to get that product very, very quickly. Well, if it's a very large order and we have a great relationship with the client and they understand us and you know, they, we say, look, it's a couple kilo bars, it could be a week and a half, two weeks, that's okay, right? Because you already have a very clear established client. But if it's a new client, no, 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 we have this product available, right? Um, or we'll let you know once, once you know, this product is in, et cetera. Yeah, we don't, I mean, we're not selling vaporware. No. I mean, it's as simple as that. 
But again, the same thing when you buy a registered account, whether it's an RSP or a TFSA or a Lira, uh, you know, we partner with, with Questrade on this. That product has to get into the depository. And it's the same depository that we use, uh, the same vault. It has to get in there within 10 days. That's the law. Yeah. You can't do a registered account and promise somebody for two months down the road. You place an order for 100, 100 one ounce gold bars, that has to be put into that account. It's a, it's a must. It can't not be done. And if you want to learn more about holding physical gold and silver in an IROC approved independent vault facility outside the banking system that you have direct ownership of, you can contact us at guildhallwealth.com. Get a package. There's a great video that shows you exactly how it all works, how the inventory works, etc., how the delivery works. Or you can call us at one eight seven seven eight silver. Now, Paul, in the next segment, let's talk about stimulus. Let's talk about where the prices of metals could be going from here after a great year so far. Um, there I'm, could I'm be fireworks next I'm month. Stra- I'm strapped down in my seat because <laughs> it's going to go up like a rocket ship. Well, don't give away too much. This is the Real Money Show on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. It's as simple as that. Whether it's uh, ETF certificate, gold-backed fund, pool account. If you can't get your hands on it physically, you probably don't own that product. And what we do at Guildhall is we only deal in absolute physical product that you can get your hands on. Now, if uh, throughout the show, we've been discussing the fact that we also deal in a very specific type of product, which is what's called LBMA approved, London Bullion Market Association approved. The other thing we've been talking about uh, throughout the show today, Paul, is the fact that demand in the market has been extraordinary throughout the year in the physical market. Anyone can see that. We also see that in the fact that the premiums for the physical product are higher uh, than they've ever been, which is an indication of short supply, high demand, and the paper price of gold and silver not reflecting the true value. Well, the question that is, doesn't exist. I mean, right. It, it, you can't trade a hundred times the, you know, what you've got in stock. Um, and then when you've got delivery, we're talking about the delivery month, they've got to scatter around to find some of that product that, you know, has got to be delivered. The amount of juggling, it it's, uh, kind of reminds me of uh, Richard Gere in, in Chicago when he's doing the tap dance. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what the comics is going to be doing all next year, probably. But let's talk about why it's happening. And it's not just the pandemic. It's not just because people realized I want toilet paper and I want my physical gold. It's the stimulus. It's the amount of money that has gone into the system over the last six months. I read some, a stat recently that talked about the fact that the the central banks have put in 20 times more money within a three-month period this year than they did all through 2008 through 2011. I mean, that's extraordinary. Now, between 2008 and 2011, gold up gold went up something like 150%. And gold right now is only up 25%. So where is this heading? Well, uh, I, do, I just think, 
you know, we, we're trading, you know, I'm giving you spot, but it's, you know, 24, 30 an ounce silver. Uh, gold is, is 1872. The other metal that I really love to death is platinum. And if, you know, people a little older out there will remember, platinum was priced higher than gold right. at one time. Right. And uh, it always was. And now it's, you know, basically trading half the price of gold. It, it was also very popular during the Edwardian period for jewelry. Yes. Yeah. They, they made everything out of platinum. And catalytic converters later on. Right. But uh, I, that's something we should try to probably find out, like what plat if what industries platinum's used in. Uh, to be honest, I, I don't really follow that. I know for silver, it's absolutely extraordinary, whether it's, um, you know, and this kind of goes to the election side of things, which is, you know, silver is used in anything digital, anything electronic. And if you want to talk about uh, modern monetary theory and just the idea of, well, there's no rules. We'll just print money as much as we can. Let's do the the Green New Deal. Let's all just create solar power things and wind power this. We're not going to look into it. We're just going to say that saves the world. Let's do it. That technology needs an extraordinary amount of silver. So forget investment demand due to <clears throat> you know people looking to protect their wealth. The actual industry side of it is immense and also in electric cars. You know there's what uh, something like uh, 200 million electric cars already on the on the planet. That's only going to continue to increase and increase and there's way more, yeah and there's way more silver in an electric car than in a regular car. So where does this lead us? I mean, there's there's something like 500 million ounces coming out of the ground every year in silver. A lot that's of silver all. And missiles. That's all being used in in industry. Very little is available for the actual retail. But I, I was talking about rocket ships. Yeah. And I believe gold and silver is really going to take off. And I and again, I I love platinum, uh, even though gold and silver came off uh, this this last week. Platinum moved up sixty dollars. So did palladium move up and held in there pretty strong. Um, it's a metal. Those two metals, you know, mined either in Russia or South Africa. And South Africa always has a problem with mining. You're talking about palladium? Palladium and platinum. And uh, I love platinum. But again, I'm looking at gold. I'm looking at silver. And I think silver is due to really take out the high. We went at as high as 29.60 this year. I think that's going to get taken <coughs> out pretty quickly. Uh, gold is trading at 18.72 right now. Um, I think it's going to 2,000 and plus. Well, I mean, if you talk to or you listen to podcasts and, and follow some of the some of the gurus in the gold and silver market, people have been in the business for, for 20 plus, 30 plus, 40 plus years in some cases. They're looking at the math on all of the stimulus versus the, the finite amount of physical gold and silver. And there are some calls for silver to go well into the triple digits. Like we're yeah. talking, I've seen numbers like $600, which that doesn't sound, that sounds absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, but but once you hit 100, is no. Is that the propeller heads with a no. aluminum on their head? No, no, no. We're talking, we're talking people like, like Egon von Greyerts out of Matterhorn Asset Management. And, and the re, now they're, now granted, they're saying you don't want to know what the world looks like at that point. But the fact is, is it stored your wealth. Now it sounds crazy, but the fact is, is, once silver goes to a hundred dollars, you're in a new you're in a new range, and a lot of it is just belief, right? Can it go there? What's well, the demand on it? And and think about pension funds. Yeah, pension funds haven't even touched precious metals. A smallest amount of pension funds saying, you know what, it's time to get into this market. The price goes through the roof. I'm I'm looking and you know we're talking about silver going to ridiculous amounts. You look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin 
is in the $18,000 range right now. It's gone up like crazy. What is it? It's vaporware. It doesn't, you know, does it exist? You can't cash it in your hands. You can't hold it. No, it's it. Uh, I mean, they're they're different markets. I I do think that one is wealth preservation, which is gold and silver. It has an innate value. It's it has a reason for being, which is the fact that gold and silver have an innate value. Uh, they've been around for thousands of years. That's a that's a very strong record. Now, some people are looking to diversify their portfolio, and that's not our job. But, our but job I'm... our job is in the physical gold and silver market. And we strongly believe that everyone should have at least 15, 20% of metals in their portfolio. What, what you getting, do with the rest? Yeah, but what I was getting at, if you look at Bitcoin, that has gone up to over $18,000 in a month or six weeks or whatever. It can happen the same way with gold and silver. Gold is trading at $18, $1,900. It could easily go jump up 40, 50, 60%. You know, and silver, when we see, we could be seeing moves of three, four dollars a day. Yeah, not thirty cents a day, three, four dollars a day, because as it becomes scarce and as people want it, and it's not around, you know, you can get whatever. You I know, agree. I think I think you're right. I think one of the things when you look at Bitcoin is there's no cost to entry, basically, right? There's like basically no cost. It is a trading vehicle. And by the way, we do accept it at Guildhall. So if you have done very, very well and you're looking to continue to build your wealth with hard assets, then you could certainly take some profits from Bitcoin along the way, not maybe now or later, um, and, and roll that into physical precious metals. Uh, we do have some clients that have done that consistently for several years now because they look at Bitcoin as a trading vehicle, a way to make money. Right. Everyone's looking for return, as you talked about, looking for yield. And they've been getting it in, in many different places. But ultimately, ultimately, how do you build wealth? Well, I mean, if you look at Monopoly, it's about getting assets. You know, I wish there was a I wish there was a square on the Monopoly board. For just buying gold, not just property, but just gold, and because it's done amazingly well. Again, gold and silver have both averaged about 11% a year for the last 20 years. I mean, those are incredible numbers. If you want to get some physical gold in your portfolio, you can call us one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com will show you how to get it into a into a physical portfolio, like a, a vaulted storage, or into a registered account, like an RSP or TFSA. There, we can send you a video to show you how it all works as well. It's a short video, three minutes, um, and you'll see exactly how this all works, and I'm sure you're going to love it. So give us a call, one eight seven seven eight silver We'll be right back on The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Get some physical precious metals in your portfolio today. And remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. Paul, we've been talking about uh, physical market, obviously. We mentioned... The usages of, of silver, for example, in things like solar power and wind power, battery power, and all sorts of other usages because it naturally absorbs bacteria, which I think is going to be even more useful going going forward because that's something that people are more aware of these days, right? They're all washing their hands. And so I think in the future, you're going to see more of these things with silver coating, with, right? So that these surfaces are all clean. It's that kind of idea. Um, <clears throat> but I know you wanted to talk about... Um, industrial usages 
uh, for metals. And I just grabbed an article that was just talking about the fact that, yes, in 2020, the demand for physical precious metals from an industrial standpoint has dropped, obviously because of COVID, and there's all sorts of shutdowns. But again, going forward, the demand for uh, photovoltaic, like solar power and other usages, one, one I just mentioned, like surfaces and things like that, are going to be immense. I mean, this, this this pandemic could have only been great for for that side of the metal. Well, the the other thing is as well is while this uh, pandemic is is going on, uh, people are staying at home. You know, some obviously stocks that are doing well are the Amazons of the world and the Zooms of the world, but everything changes. You know, the vaccine w will come along and will help people get back out back to normal. You know, it won't happen in a month or two months or six months, but probably sometime in 2021, we may see some normal normalcy. Um, I like the fact that gold and silver is a hard asset. You know, I've always been a believer in hard assets, whether it's land, whether it's gold, silver, you know, whether it's art, whether it's antiques, you know, whether it's collectible stamps, whether it's collectible baseball cards, they're assets that go up in value that are not created again. Um, you need to have, to protect your hard-earned wealth, to own some gold and silver. I'm not saying load up 100%, but between anywhere between 10 to 20%, you can ladder it in. The best way to buy it if you don't have a TFSA is to have a TFSA where you can put gold and silver. You can almost put $70,000 if yourself and your wife, that's $140,000 that you could put in to a TFSA. If you want to own gold and silver, you can take it home, but I don't recommend uh, you know, taking gold and silver home and keeping it there. Uh, these are you know, desperate times that are coming up. Yeah, I think the uh, there's a good point there to be made, Paul, which is the idea of self-storage has changed, right? A lot of people would self-store product in a safety deposit box. But when COVID happened, you couldn't, you couldn't get into the bank. You couldn't get into the banks. And they've still keeping everyone at home in many respects. So I think that changes the landscape for storage of physical product. Now, the vault that we use, which is an IROC-approved vault, Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada, is also fully insured, underwritten by Lloyds of London, and there's no obligation. Clients can, can have their product whenever they want. So it does become, and also the, the key aspect of it is the liquidity, being able to sell on a phone call. So yes, while you might want some product on hand to because you just want to be able to see it and hold it and know exactly where it is, um, I think today people are looking at the market and, and reconsidering what it means to store product and, and the idea of self-storing it maybe in a, in a vault where, well, if I do want to sell it, I got to go there, get it out, and then come to Guildhall or wherever I'm going to go to sell. And I just don't have the time for that, right? It's, it's funny, well, during, during these, these times, people seem to have a lot less time, even though they're not socializing yeah. as much. But um, yeah, so I think that's what the vault offers, security, liquidity, these are the key, the key components, and of course, the fact that there's no obligation. You can take delivery anytime. It's your product. But the storage cost, I mean, people sometimes shy away from it. It's actually one-tenth of one percent of the value of the metal. Silver has to go up about just over 30 cents a year 
to cover your costs of storage and insurance. Right, and it's already gone from like 18 to 24, so. Yeah. So it, it's peanuts. Yeah. Um, and if you have a business, maybe you can write it off, right? If you put it under a corporation. Yeah. It's a it's, cost. It's an expense. It's an expense uh, like anything else. It's right. like bank charges. Right. So that's but something and, to consider. But I, I just feel that it's better to be one month early to buy gold and silver than one day late. If you miss the market, people say, well, I'll wait for it to come down in price. You're going to miss the market. This is the type to get in. You know, silver's trading just $24 and change. Gold is, you know, uh, $18.70. Um, those are the spot prices. Um, platinum, again, is in the 950 range at spot. This is a great time to be buying these precious metals. And if you think about it, Paul, um, you know, if we were to get another 11%, 10% gain in the market on gold between its current price now, and a year from now, that would put gold at around $2,100 an ounce. So it, it's it's a great gain. That's looking at over $200 an ounce there. So I think that no matter what happens, and of course we did get over 25% so far this year, <clears throat> so we'll see what happens. Obviously, we think given the, the supply-demand fundamentals, given the amount of money that's being cr created, the debts, that's, that's alarming. People should be worried about that. They should be looking for ways to secure their wealth for the future. And the best way that we can see how is to have some physical precious metals in your portfolio. So give us a call. We'd be more than happy to, to talk to you. You might talk to myself. You might talk to Paul, uh, one of our associates here at Guildhall. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Thank you for joining us today on The Real Money Show, and we look forward to speaking to you next week on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.